All right. Welcome to Hues of Excellence. Hues of Excellence is a podcast dedicated to generating thought-provoking conversations for minority millennials. The podcast aims to be a roundtable discussion for emerging conversations surrounding racial identities, relationships, educational disparities, higher education endeavors, work life, and efficacies. talk about what you all should know uh, about the upcoming election is something that's super important for all of us to be engaged with as millennials um, because our voice actually really counts during this election uh, is definitely an important one uh, so yeah we're just going to talk about it give our opinions uh, yeah Trump sucks roll credits I can't <laughs> like, yeah. thanks guys for coming in for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no but actually but actually, so, but so no, for real, like, how are you? All, I know this is like a crazy question, but like, how are you all actually feeling about the election? Like, do you all think that Trump can actually win? I'm terrified. Oh, wait. Hey, I'm Ricky. I'm on this call. Right. I'm Jordan. I'm on this call, too. Uh, Alexander, I'm on this call as well. And Trump can definitely win for sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm terrified I mean, he, of it. I don't think he can, but. Okay, before we start, let me just give y'all the disclaimer. Um, we clearly are very biased coming into this, so you know if we if we hurt your feelings, uh, sorry, not sorry, Suck type of thing, right? Yeah, because it's election and you need to get your ass to the voting polls and start voting. But um, yeah, all right, let's go. All right, so with the whole Donald Trump thing, the thing that like, because I feel like when when this all this craziness first started happening, I was like, okay, there's no way he's saying too much reckless stuff. Nobody's going to vote for him. And um, I heard this this uh, this podcast the other day, and they were talking about how there's a lot of people that were like, well, you know what, I'll either vote for Bernie Sanders or I'll vote for Donald Trump. It seems like it, it wouldn't make sense. That makes it no sense. It seems like it wouldn't make sense. But basically, they were basically saying that people at the end of the day feel like they're going to vote for somebody that they feel like, that they feel is like, um, they, they're saying fuck politicians. And fuck the system. And Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump were both saying some stuff like that. Bernie is a career politician. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a career politician, but he's not. He's not the um, toe the party line. I'm gonna say whatever, I, whatever I feel like is is popular. He's like the type of dude that people respect as a politician. He's a career politician for sure. No, he definitely. I, I mean, mean, but I thought he definitely he ran his campaign on saying stuff that was popular. Like, all right, so. You know, I'm gonna market myself to millennials. What's millennials not want to do? Um, they don't want to pay back their student loans. They don't really want to pay for school. Uh, you know, the healthcare thing. Like we all want healthcare. You don't really want to pay for it. Like a lot of Bernie stuff was. Just, but he was anti-establishment. I mean, was though, really. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like a lot of his stuff doesn't make sense. Like it, it sounds like a really good idea, but when you actually get down to it, you can't do a lot of the things that he was saying. So that kind of automatically took him out of the running in and of itself. Because it sounds great, what? but when you look at it, well, when you look at it, it's not yeah. it's not feasible at all. It might no no, but you, but you said that's what knocked him out of the running was because people th- didn't think it was feasible. 
Yeah. Nah, we're well, not about the running is that Hillary Clinton has been running for this right. like, for she this cheated. job for the last um eight years, bro. Exactly. Like it, it was her time. She's she's I have a tremendous amount of respect for Hillary Clinton. She's like my major is political science. Like I don't see politics um as like this soul searching decision about my you know beliefs and my morals. I see it as a game. And I think she's played the game better than anyone. Um, as long and I would say as well. I mean, she's played it as long as anybody could play. Like she's really played the long game. I mean, she makes her missteps, but anybody who has thirty years in politics is gonna have skeletons in their closet. You know, like it's it's kind of it's just oh, this this election cycle has been disheartening to be honest. Yeah, it's like draining though because it's it's to the point where. A lot of since there is so much controversy that's going around with the election, so many people are saying, I'm not gonna vote, um, my vote doesn't matter. And that's the thing that scares me the most is the fact that, you know, they don't want us to vote. They don't want us to go out and they don't want us to, you know, let our voices be heard. And mm-hmm. one, to me, I'm just like, yo, like so many people fought for our right to vote. Like that shit, like that's like a privilege that we can't we can't overlook. And and two, it's just frustrating because if people actually, I don't think people really understand the importance of this election. Like, obviously we do because we are very in tune with it. But at the same time, I'm just like, even when I went to go vote, I, I was like, yo, where are the people that look like me? And I live in an area that's pretty diverse, where it's not hard to find people of color. And I, that, I'm not the only one saying that. Like, so many people in my Facebook timeline are like, yo, like, I wish more people that look like me were out. And I'm like, yo, we really can't allow this this man to get in the office. I'm like, you can't go from President Obama to someone like to someone like Trump. Like that's like you you can't do that. Like we will literally be set back so many years. And I'm and that is what's terrifying for me. Can I tell can I tell a little anecdote um that I think is like uber relevant um at this point in time, especially when it relates to Barack Obama and like how Trump can possibly you know proceed trump could possibly be obama's successor which is hilarious because obama is probably the most qualified black man or probably the most qualified man to run for president in like the last 40 to 50 years (laughs) um when i was a 12th grade when i was in 12th grade i was a senior high school my um my social studies teacher my ap social studies teacher was a uh midwestern i think she was from the midwest um white lady right and this is in uh, 2008 when Barack Obama is like, you know, doing his primary thing or whatever. And we asked her, you know, like, would you vote for you? Didn't, you know, say, would you vote for Barack Obama? Or how do you feel about Barack Obama? And she said, I don't think this country is ready for a black man to be president. And she says that. And that's like, actually, it was like, that was just real talk. Like, I, I, I like it, it kind of like I think in, in today's world, you'd be like, what? She said that. But it was for real. Like she was like, I don't think this country is ready for a black man to be president. And I think you start to see the consequences of that. Like I really think Donald Trump being a a candidate is literally the most racially motivated thing that's ever happened in this like in this country. Because this election is really just about um I think it's just about white men being scared. Like that's really what it kinda comes down to. That the world is passing them and that they don't get to say everything they wanna say and you know, they just can't go grabbing women by the pussy no more. And, like, you know, this isn't the world. Like, when they say make America great again, they're talking about um, the 1960s when 
you didn't have to see no black people except for on your elevator ride up. And he was like, you know, saying the elevator dude. And, you know, you could talk to women in your workplace however you wanted to. Smack them on the ass, grab them on the ass. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that time is over. And they that was the white man's heyday. You know what I'm saying? that when, he could, when a white man could do whatever the fuck he wanted to. If he wanted to kill a nigga, he could probably get away with it. He did and like, get away with they it. want to return to that shit, man. That's 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 the freedom that that you know, what I'm saying being white really entails, and that freedom is over with, and they're trying to like you know, I think we're trying to see, we're seeing that you know, what I'm saying that version to the new world and to the new millennium. Yeah, I feel that. I feel, I feel like I'm gonna be devil's advocate a lot on this episode just to just to just to say something. Uh, I welcome it. Go ahead, Alex. So so. About it being racial, like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of it is, is more economic than, than racial. And I feel like. That's hand, that's hand in hand though, big dog. Nope. Economic, classism, I mean, racism is just classism's little brother. Little brother, right. Yeah, I'm saying, I think that, I think that the, the economics of it is, trumps the, oh, we hate black people and Mexicans. (laughs) Uh, you know the the point, and I and I really feel like like you were saying about them being mad and and people being mad, but I think it that it's it's been a little bit different this year. I think that just because they they've been mad for a while, but they never they never felt like they had a candidate that they could vote for and be like, yeah, this is how I feel. Fuck all y'all. And well, Alex, what are they mad about? Right, right now, unemployment is under five percent. Gas is two fifteen. The economy is almost turning itself back around to like pre-recession era um, economy. Like the economy is recovered, people are getting jobs. Like the private sector grows every quarter. The economy is not bad. The economy's not in the shitter. Like you're not paying that much for gas. Like no, I mean you know what I'm saying. Like things are starting to really fix themselves after we had possibly the greatest recession since the great depression oh yeah definitely and barack obama turned that around in eight years like i'm not sure what people are mad at right now in 2016 because but um, you gotta think right now we we are at the bottom of the totem pole and we're all employed you know like everybody on this call um to a degree is employed so yeah um you know people who are 30 30 plus years have experience and you know like if you can't find a job man it's kind of looking like it's on you well, I feel like I at the same time though, I feel like yeah, we yeah, we we're building our way back out of the recession, but people are still out here pissed off. They done lost their pensions. They done lost a lot of stuff uh over that financial crisis. And so 8 years has been helpful, <laughs> but people are still very pissed off about the Wall Street doing what they did and how they feel like politicians are in the pockets of Wall Street. So then uh, somebody like Donald Trump comes along and says, "Look, I don't need nobody to give me money. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do what I think needs to be done because, shoot, I'm already rich. What they gonna tell me? People like, you know what? Fuck it. Put them in the office. I don't know. It's tough for me. I don't understand the merits of Donald Trump. So I think he's entertaining. I guess, uh, bro. But also, it's because Hillary's so. Un- bro, it's hard to like. <laughs> I can't remember a time where I've been ready to vote and been like, man, like. This person is not some. I wish we had somebody else. Like, if Donald Trump was going right. up against, if Donald Trump was going up against Obama, it'd be over. I think Obama would win. If he was going up against basically any Democratic um, candidate over the last twenty years, he would lose probably. But people hate Hillary Clinton. 
Hillary Clinton is everything people hate I about why. politics. I wonder. Bro. I wonder why people hate Hillary Clinton. It's curious. Um, Wait, what, I, yeah, what is I literally about Hillary Clinton and everybody else. No, Hillary Clinton has said than some any other president we've shit. ever had. Hillary Clinton has. That's not racist shit. That's just sexist shit, bro. Like people don't trust fucking women. Like people but don't it's think more that than Hillary that, has no, this position. But it's, as a woman to be a president, but nah, bro. bro. It's more yeah. than that. Too. No, like, I do think it's it. a lot more than that. It's it's a lot. But I, she done does some. You, I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's a lot more. I'm not saying it's not a lot more than that. But I, I, I really think there's a lot of like subtle factors that's going into those things. Like people, they don't trust women. Like you know, what I'm saying like you know, there there's some men that are like. I never, you know what I'm saying, I'll never, I never vote for a woman for president. It comes out yeah. of people's mouths, you know what I'm saying? People have called her a bitch, people have called her a cunt. Like, but check this out. Shit is wild. But, but check I this think out. the main thing about Hillary oh Clinton God. is that she's just not, she's just not authentic at all. Like, you don't get that authentic vibe from her. Like, you don't get a trusting vibe from her. Um, I, and that's my big issue with her. Like, I think she would be a better candidate for a president. But, you know, I think, and just like every other politician, a lot of the things that she did during her campaign was very inauthentic um, just to kind of get the black vote. So, I mean, that kind of deters me when I'm still going to vote for her. Um, but no, she's not somebody that I like loves and would, you know, rally everybody up behind. But yeah, but I think this is the type of thing where like nobody, nobody is really gung ho about a president really like that. Like there's so many different things, just like Ricky was saying, like you're, if you're a career candidate, then or a career politician you have so many things in your closet like there's so many bad things that can come up but i just want to know like with you guys not everybody loves hillary clinton but why do you guys not love her like what are your reasons for oh yeah um just not you know feeling her all the way okay well um first and foremost the super predator thing her and bill with the crime bill fucking up the black right. community that's right. the number one thing that i cannot like i can't forget about that that was that was that was huge she's sitting she, she she calling black kids predators and now we wondering why people out here i was so scared for my life i didn't know what i had to hide to shoot them yeah it's the same type of stuff she was preaching back in the day right and now she's over here like i got hot sass in my bag uh, right exactly and, but but at the same time it's it's almost genius how she put this thing together because if she ran against Mitt Romney it wasn't gonna happen she was gonna lose she she's lose. losing oh, yeah. John McCain yeah. I still honestly think, if she ran against anybody else exactly. she lose like she's highly unpopular. and so I think honestly like I, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist Jordan I know that you are I'm not a big conspiracy theorist but I'm trying to tell you based on how cunning. And how strategic, which I think is can be good traits right. in, a, in a president, based on how cunning, it's mad convenient, and, and, strateg- and strategic she is. I would not be surprised if it came out that Hillary was behind the Donald Trump thing because <laughs> it's uh, like you. There's so many people wait, out here you, that you don't, think. Wait, really? I wouldn't. No, no. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't actually, be surprised. I kind of believe that myself I, like, a little yeah. bit. I, I'll be honest with you. Because who else could, could she have beaten? Well, I think, I mean, I think she was prepared to run against anybody, yeah, but yeah. I do think that she might have thrown Donald Trump into the mix just to... To win. To boost her own. To win. Just to make other people say crazy stuff. She's a winner. I gotta fuck with Hillary Clinton based on the strength of that. She will do whatever right. it takes. Right, she's tenacious as hell. Tenacious. Tenacious. That I mean, that's really what yeah. I like. The only problem I have with Hillary Clinton is that she's a slight war hawk. Um, 
Oh what? You know what I'm saying? She's always ready to put like boots on the fucking ground. So I'd be like, yeah, man, she might <laughs> chill on that. But other than that, man, I think she's a very qualified candidate. Like, what do y'all? I I don't I don't trust politicians because I know politicians. I mean, you're you're playing a game, like right. right and yo, polit- polit- no politician is to be trusted. Not not Barack Obama. Not you know Bill Clinton. Not Ronald Reagan. Not George H W Bush. Wait, None wait, of wait. them. Like don't trust you any can't of them. Say that about Barack. He's black. Don't not, no, don't don't. Play. First of all, stop stop I'm stop playing. voting for people <laughs> because like I want them to be authentic. I want them to be. Um, I want to believe every word they say because then, like, they're going to play you for a fool every time. Um, all of them have special interests. All of them have lobbies. All of them have. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's um, why people Private like versus Trump. public thoughts, private versus public opinions. Like, none of them are being 100% themselves because they can't be. Right, yeah, of right. course. I think the thing like with Donald Obama Trump. is just like. I think the thing with Obama was just like, you know, we all knew he's a politician. Everyone knew that he had something dirty. Like, they, they don't get to the top by being nice their whole life. Right. So I it's really interesting how he was able to just garner so much respect from people and how people look over that. And then you have Hillary Clinton, who probably does the same exact thing that Obama does behind closed doors. But we just look at her so unfavorably. So it's just interesting to me. The thing with Hillary Clinton, though, and and I think that like with the Barack Obama, you know, we think that he probably did some what just to get where he is. He probably had to do some what underhanded stuff every now and again. Okay, people expect that from politicians. Well, sure, he had to. People, He's a yeah, people, right? People expect that from politicians, which is one why people, why I know some people that like Donald Trump. But two, Hillary Clinton has just been in the game for so long and has made so many. <laughs> she she's really done whatever it took and, and made so many like frenemies on the way up that when it gets to this point, people are all too ready to go ahead and just spill the tea on everything that's going on with Hillary Clinton. But hey, yeah. but look where she at though. She about to be president. That just shows you right there. You ain't got to be likable. You just got to be tenacious. Right. This just reminds me of House of Cards so heavily. It's crazy. Right. Like, oh, I'm Hillary done killed somebody. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I know she pushed somebody in the subway or in the metro one day. Like I know, I know she's done some crazy stuff. I just want to know what it is. What about these third party candidates? How are y'all feeling about those? Yo, they're so freaking dumb. Like, honestly, like, what is I, I took the chance. I took the chance and I went out and tried to see what they're about. You're talking um, about just and uh, Gary Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And they're just both so, they don't know what they're talking about. First of all, Gary, I'm not even going to address him because he's just silly. Like, there's no way that he could represent the United States in an international setting. Absolutely not. But Jill Stein, she just she has all these great ideas, but it's same with Bernie Sanders. She has all these great ideas, but there's no actual way for her to do it. Like, just the way that the law works, she, she can't do it. So one of her uh, platforms is, like, she wants, same with Bernie Sanders, she wants to get rid of... Um, the loan debt and all of that stuff and the tactic i forgot what the name of it is but the tactic tactic that she wants to use to do it is very complicated she didn't even understand it and she's telling all these people you know i'm going to use this i'm going to use this and people are just like that's not even something that you can use to fix that problem so it's just like they're just very uneducated and not qualified and just, it sucks because you know i feel like if they were a lot of people would be voting third party this year but you know this is the year for the third party and they just like they threw it all away, but whatever. Well, let me ask you about the the whole. So, so you said twice now. I think that you felt like 
Okay, so I think, Jordan, you would want to said that you felt like Bernie didn't get the support he needed because uh, the things he was talking about weren't realistic, and then you mentioned Jill Stein and it not being realistic. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I kind of, I, I want to challenge that because I feel like, especially in today's climate politically, that people aren't really too focused on what they think the politician can actually provide. Like, like Donald Trump said he was going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for it. And no matter how many times you say that that's not going to happen, people don't care. It doesn't seem like people care about that. And when it become and when it's between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders in the primaries, I just I honestly feel like it was less that people were like, well, Bernie's got his heart in the right place, but I don't know if this is feasible, and more of Democrats in the party backing Hillary, who they know has been there for a minute and not really putting their back behind the riskier candidate. So I don't know what, what do you think about duh, that? duh. <laughs> That's part of the game, bro. Like, yes, that's yes, yes, yes. Hillary Clinton had the Democratic National, um, I mean, like the National Party behind her because she's been running since two thousand and eight. Uh, I mean, Barack Obama won, so you know, Barack Obama won in two thousand and eight, and so of course he was going to be the nominee for twenty twelve. Um, but she's still been. Hillary Clinton is a savvy, savvy lady. She's a nasty woman. Um, so I was just waiting for it to come out. So, so she's. I mean, she back channels. That's what she does. She make she builds relationships. That's what politicians do. Right. They are going to make sure the number one thing that politicians want to happen. And this is what's different about Trump than anybody else. The number one thing that most politicians want to happen for them, or their number one goal, is to get people to vote for them, um, or to to hold a position of power. No matter what, that is that is the number one goal for politics. It must be a great job, bro. Trump's number one goal is to make money, uh, supposedly. <laughs> so that's where the difference is. But Hillary Clinton is going to do things like that. Hillary Clinton is going to have the Democratic um, Party behind her uh, because she's been a part of it for so long, and she's been she's been a senator, she's been Secretary of State. Uh, you know, like. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what y'all be wanting out of these cats. Like, nah, Bernie won't gonna have the the Democratic backing because he wasn't their candidate. Right. It wasn't a toss up this year. We already knew who it was gonna be. We knew who it was gonna be um in twenty twelve. We knew who it was gonna run. Like we are we've all known this for years now. So I don't know why everybody's like, Oh, Bernie didn't get a fair shot. No, he of course he didn't. His job, Bernie Bernie Sanders' role in this entire election was to push Hillary to the left. That was his job. That was his role. He is a part. He's a pawn on the chess game. You know what I'm saying? Like that was his role to come in and push her to the left. Well, that worked. Chess is uh well really what Donald Trump kind of came in and did was he was I guess he was gonna push everybody to the right, except on the right, the further right you go, the more they right, love which you. is crazy. <laughs> right. That's real. The more they love you, right? Okay, let me ask you. Yeah, you go too. You go too far to the left, and it's yeah, like, oh crazy. man, I don't know. You know, this dude's talking about socialism right. and shit. Oh no, nah, we don't do that here <laughs> like in America. Communism. But when you talking about, oh man, we we banning Muslims, dog. We talking, mm-hmm. oh banning Muslims and calling Mexicans rapists and grabbing. <laughs> I'm with you know that what I'm saying? shit. Like, keep that coming. We they down for that shit. Like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, we gonna we're gonna expand stop and frisk, which was the most you know, racist, unconstitutional, found to be unconstitutional, nor. 
in 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 uh in New York City, and Trump was like, "Yeah, we're gonna expand that across the country." It's my um, country now. So so basically, Trump was like, "Yo, you know what, man? I'm going all the way to the right. Fuck every uh, minority <laughs> in this country." Um, and and you know what? Like, they're his base lapped that shit up. Love and, and that's you know, the scary thing just, about they it. Just, that's, they just cheering and rah rah about it. That's like the scary thing about it is because it does bring out so much. It bring like his his candidacy brings out the root and like the the fact that racism still exists. Obviously, that's a thing. Like you know, that's not that's not a new thing. But it's just like there are people that, and I've said this before. Like there are people that have these racist mentalities. Like there's a a huge Trump sign. It was, it's this very inappropriate sign outside of my neighbor's house. And I'm like, yo, you would have never, I would have never thought these individuals thought like this, you know? And for no. me, I'm just like, if you vote for Trump, I'm like, I really question your, your intellect. I question your ability to, your, I, I, just, I just question a lot of things about individuals who are voting for Trump just because if you notice, he, even during the debates, he says a whole lot of nothing. And I'm like, even, th- that's why I was so frustrated with, during the debates is the fact that when he, when he was conversing about the, the various topics, he was, he, he never, he never said anything specific, like specific about, right. we're going to make it great. Do. It's really, really bad. That's yeah. really, really bad. And I'm just it's like, dude, huge. answer the question. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> he says like the same but, four but words. And, and I'm like, I'm like, is this a like, clearly this is a joke to him? Like, I don't even I don't even think that Donald Trump thinks that he could like. I think for him, he he really he, this is all for show. Like, I really don't think he feels like he knows what to do if he were to actually be president. Like, this is this is for play Yo, for him. And there, this is this is. I haven't heard a single I, policy. I think my theory is that I'm sorry. I think Donald Trump really just wants to star his own TV network. Oh, so he can yeah, make money. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not even be surprised. Oh, no. If he if he loses, he is absolutely starting Trump TV. But like, but like Aaron sure. was saying, though. Without a like doubt. Like Aaron was saying about the, like, like it's, I felt, I honestly thought there was less racism in America than there actually is. I was tripping. Like, I feel like there's, I feel like there's a whole bunch of people walking around that was like, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really fucking with these Mexicans, with these blacks all <laughs> out here. I'm not messing nah. with it, but but I can't say that. It's cr- like no one else feels like this. Then Donald Trump hit the right. scene, and they were like, "Oh, hold up! Did everybody, everybody been feeling like this the whole time? Well, hot damn! Make make America great Wait, again. I, let, I'm with it." Wait, I think what the problem is, man, is that a lot of people walk outside with their fucking eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? Like people go through life without really experiencing life or actually like taking in their day to day interactions with other people. We all, like, in this country now, we all work together. We all walk the streets together. We all go to the same bars. We, we're we all pretty much, at this point, integrated. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and, and systematically, there's some issues that we do have. Um, school segregation, for one. But for the, for the most part, and for the main part, when you walk outside, man, you see a white dude or whatever you're not gonna like fight him on site you don't feel like there's animosity towards you versus this white guy and i think for most white people they they don't walk outside see a black guy and go you know i man this guy hates me automatically immediately you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like when i when i got in my uber today (laughs) there was a white driver me and him had a very nice very lengthy conversation on the way home, you know what I'm saying? And there's there is no like racial strife. There's no strife between there's no strife really in your day to day interactions. So what are you like for the most part, there's no racial tensions or strife in your day to day interactions. 
And I don't think people take those into account. I think they just watch the news and be like, oh, this country's going down to shitter. These these black people are rioting. There's going to be a race war. You know, Muslims are buying everything. And you're like, no, man. Like, you're just looking at one event on TV that they cover for a week. And then they move on to the next thing, which is probably going to be that. Because these things but sell. But at the like, same time, bro, I feel dude, like. sometimes turn off your TV, man, and just walk outside and look around. That's all you have to do. And they'll tell you what, like. I feel that. What the reality of America but is But I feel today. like uh, there's, like, the under. I feel like when people are walking around and everybody's working together and people are walking on the street. There's an undertone of politeness where it feels like socially, um, I'm not about to, we're not about to start beefing about some something he did that was small. Like, we're in the workplace. We're not about to start talking about politics and how, you know, the country treating minority. It's like there's, there's like an overtone of politeness that we operate under as socially that I feel like in a way masks some of the real issues that we're dealing with. And so when Donald Trump kind of came up and pulled the face off of all of that, I think there was a sense of relief. I think there was a sense of of um, uh, of, of happiness that kind of went along with that to the point where now, honestly, when I see a white person is voting for Trump, I don't feel like they're automatically racist. I feel like they care less about race than they care about uh, or, or less about how minorities feel about their candidate than they do about um how how they feel like they've been used by the system and feel like they've been disrespected by the system i know people that i i know aren't racist that are still like you know i know he says some crazy stuff about minorities but i just can't vote for no career politician the way the government done screw me out of this screw me out of that so like I, i'm i'm voting for hillary clinton but i just feel like the phenomenon is happening now says a lot more about America and where we are than just interactions that you have with your with your white coworkers or people that you see at a party or a bar. Like I feel like that shit's kind of fake to be real with you. I think that that's Well well dude, what do you want? Like I don't understand what people want, man. All I can ask for is a veneer of politeness because in the nineteen sixties you had to be polite at all. But that's the thing, though. I think I think you can ask for more. Like, I don't need you to actually really give a fuck. All I care is that when you see me, you're not like, get the fuck out of my face, nigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really not all. Because that's real, real racial strife is. If you're polite to me in my face and you go home, you're like, man, these niggas are out of control. <laughs> um, they're riding in the yeah. streets. But, and you're not putting that shit on Facebook and I don't have to see it, then I don't give a fuck because I don't know. I don't care. I don't really care. See, and that... I really I, don't, I, man. Like, if you're not out here just punching niggas at, at Trump rallies, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. As long as you're polite to, to black people in general because you have a, 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 a semblance of decency... But I'm saying then... That's all that you, matters, man. No, it matters more like, than it's that. It's not like... Even, yeah. even black people, it's not like... You know, in racial race to race, like, there are some people... Um, you know, there's other people, there's other black people that you're nice to, you know, saying why, you know, they're around and then why, why they're not around. You're like, man, like, whatever, like, who cares about that dude? All like really all you have to in this society, man, all you can kind of ask for is while people are in public. To have some fucking decency. That's really nah, all you can do, bro. bro. I can't make you, no, I can't make I, you, I, can, I can't mm-hmm. make you, I can't make you feel my nah. strife, man. I can't make you feel my plight if you're like completely against it. I don't care. Go Just ahead, Aaron. Go if ahead, that's, Aaron. If that's, if that is, if that is the best thing that you could do is to be polite in public, that's all. I'm, what else? What Go else do I want? I want you to what have some type of, I'm like, not going to change your mind. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not, I'm, I don't think I could just change your heart and souls because, you know, I think a lot of times that America likes to romanticize our black heroes like Muhammad Ali and MLK and all that shit. But in reality, man, in the 1960s, 1970s, when they were fighting for these things, you know, they were, they were being just as dismissive as, you know, as they are for Colin Kaepernick now. It's, uh-huh. it, you know, it, it's only years later where you start to look back and you're like, wow, those guys really were on to something. It's not like in the moment that white people but were just changed, like. they changed, though. Yeah, So we can keep right. changing them. They definitely, they're definitely never going to be like that. All you can, and, and, and Chris Rock said this, right now we are dealing with the nicest versions of white people that we've ever seen. <laughs> and that's real. Hopefully, hopefully all we can, you know, all we can hope for is that people continue to evolve and people continue to see, you know. America as reality because uh, there's more interracial relationships. There's more interracial dating. Uh, we're becoming more of a diverse society um, by like what twenty thirty. Um, white people will no longer be the majority in this country, and I, I think that plays into this mm-hmm. this race as well. Um, I, no, I I, I I completely disagree with that. I think that mentality is extremely limiting. I think that it is our job to to tell people and to inform them of why they shouldn't have these mentalities. My thing is like I'd rather have someone call me the N word or you know the B word or whatever the case may be in my face, so I know how they really feel. But I, it, that that whole idea of you know being nice to my, me in my face and then going home and then calling me the N word like. No, like that's where the where the racist mentalities, that's where they foster. That's how these mentalities get passed down to generations to generations. As you go home and you teach these to your children and to your the people who are in your family, and that's how they they grow into these racist individuals. So I think that it is our duty and, and that's the fight, you know, like our ancestors and the people that came before us, they are passing the baton to us and they are making us and, and that's where and that's where we and that's where we and not and that may yeah, that may be no, no 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 let me talk let me let me talk either. like for we, we doing this fifty years. I know. Oh, and, and you still and, and, saying the cra- same crazy shit. We're, here, we're repeating the same crazy. Yeah, shit but we're not in the same exact spot. We're not in the same exact spot that we were a long time ago. But that's what I was saying, Aaron. That's exactly what I was just saying. Like you're kind of agreeing with me. No, I'm, I'm not agreeing with you. Your white man, the white man, can't just come out and be like, um, get you know, you can't live here, nigga. You can't do this, nigga. Ricky you can't tripping. do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they cannot just publicly say that shit. Real quick, real quick, um. Ricky, to say what did our ancestors do, I think that's crazy of you to say that, first and foremost. Yes, I totally oh, agree. Man, no, bro, it's 2016. We're still fighting no, the same shit we've been fighting. No, since no, no but the no, thing no, is, bro, we're not fighting the same thing. No, we are not fighting the same exact thing. Like, I mean, I'm saying no. we're fighting the same fucking fights, except it's no. like, it's a lot more co Yeah, a lot no, more co We're not, not fighting out here getting fight. our ass whooped. Uh, in the right. middle of we're the not hanging from trees exactly. every day. People we, aren't this, taking us from our house. Like do, this is a totally different fight. Right. We yeah. have to recognize, and it's a lot progress. more lukewarm. So, all right. So how many how many police officers have been convicted? No, for that's a good point. But okay. And the reason why these, but think about it, Ricky. Think about it, Ricky. But still, think about it, Ricky. The reason why they're killing people when there used to be lynch mobs, they take pictures and people would gather around and all this shit. In today's society, when a black man is being lynched, which is being shot by the police. Guess what happens? It just gets shared worldwide over and over again, so the yeah. you know CNN can play that, that, CNN can play this instant man that's called shot progress over though. and over that's and over again progress. for the worldwide. Like 
We're seeing the no, same things over and over again. But Ricky, Ricky, the thing is, like, the reason why we have so much police brutality is because these people are living with these mentalities behind closed doors, and they're looking at us and being polite to our face, so we don't think there's an issue, but there is an issue that's stemming within their minds at home, and then when they get into a situation where they have to act fast, they're working off of their instinct, which is a racist instinct. So I totally disagree with what you're saying. I do care if you still feel badly or you feel like we're horrible people behind closed doors because that's where your action stems from. You're doing things in the moment, especially police officers and shooting people in the street or shooting people that don't have weapons because you have that racist instinct in you. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to be changed. Like, I can't agree with you yeah, at but that all. Hasn't, that hasn't been changed. We have not made any changes. Okay, but ignoring it and, yeah, and yeah, saying we don't care isn't going to change no it. Changes made when there's a black president oh, I'm saying Okay, I'm saying it's, it's more covert, which kind of actually, like, least y'all point, you know what I'm saying, to be real, like, in reality that, like, now the racism can't be as public as it used to be. I'm talking about systematically. It can't be as public as it used to be. It's It being more covert has been, like, almost, yeah, it being more covert has been worse. So, like, I guess I am kind of arguing against myself here. But what I'm saying is this. It's almost not even... I cannot believe this right now. How can I explain? You this? can't because it don't make no sense. <laughs> what, oh, that that I don't think much progress has been made. That I don't think. Well, hey, let look, bro. Y'all been doing this podcast with me for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all know what it is. Y'all already know shit be off the wall. Like y'all already yeah, know. Yeah, like, but damn, I'm not. I'm not here for. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this, bro. Like I keep seeing history repeat itself over and over again, and the same things that somebody said in 1965. Mm-hmm. Is still relevant in 2016 is immaculate. That's it's crazy. relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what's uh, also not, crazy well, is well, for well, you to no, say no, no, no. that the same no, struggles that people came with when um, they came to this country is the same struggles that we have now. That is totally that is totally wrong. You cannot say that everything that people have done since they've been taken from their country and put on ships and gone across the Atlantic and then put in enslaved plantations and then work to death is the same fight that we're yeah, fighting slaves, today. Slaves did not free themselves. It was a like, lot of them did. Really, a lot really, of them you, did. You really, cannot generalize. No. You cannot generalize. Freed you, dog. No. Like you, it wasn't like black people were like, let's revolt. Ricky. They're going to free Ricky. us right now. And a lot of places, like, oh, in a lot well, of places, how, they did revolt and they did get free. Because, um, or they did run away and they did have free villages. Yeah, no. We know how slavery ended. That's what the, that's what the Civil yeah. War is kind of. Yeah, really we know about. that, man. We know it wasn't really about freeing black people. It was about um, the Southern states right. not having. And more we know power. all that. We yes, know all we that. Know but, this, but, but how are you going to say that with a black president in office for eight years that we haven't even progressed from when Malcolm X and yeah, Martin Luther? Yeah, that's was what doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that that might that might be that a was wild. wild. Okay, that was you're wild. Right, you're, yeah. right, you're right. You're right. You're that right, was you're one right, of many wild statements. You're right about that. That was a wild statement. However, I do feel passionately that we haven't made nearly as much progress as we think we do. How okay. about that? Let's okay. put it as that. And then, and then we, I agree. We do have a lot of yeah, work to do. Wild. I will say, I'll, I'll walk some of that back. Yeah, it was a little bit wild. We just haven't made the type of progression that I think a lot of people think we have made. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think Alex is saying the same thing when he was saying that, um, you know, he was surprised that people were so racist. He thought we were a lot more progressed than we were until Trump came around. So I see what you're saying now, but... I do have a question. The question, I, I kind of do, this is one question I do have to ask, and this is, it might be a little too long. Do y'all think that reality television has influenced this this election, 
like tremendously. Mm. What shows in particular what, what are you referring to? I'm not talking about shows in particular. I'm just talking about like reality TV, like the kind of. Um, well, first of all, Trump is like a reality TV star, you know. Uh, what's it called? Apprentice, celebrity, or apprentice. That's kind of how his name really kind of like blew up, like really took off in the new millennium. And I think this race has like this, this kind of like this scandal factor. Cause you know, like reality TV is kind of like sold off of scandal, you know what I'm saying? Or like stuff being like a little bit scandalous, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying like, there's been a, a very conspicuous lack of talking about issues in this race. And it's kind of been more scandal focused. And do you think that like reality TV has something to do with that? Um, versus it just being like that for this election cycle. I think it's just like that for this election uh, cycle. I think you can't ignore the fact that he has a new scandal. Trump has a new scandal every single week. Like when you're watching the news, I watch Rachel Maddow all the time. And, you know, everybody wants to talk about the policies. Nobody wants to talk about scandals. But you can't ignore the fact that he's coming out here saying, I'm going to grab girls by the pussy and she's a nasty woman and all this stuff. Like, that, you just can't ignore it. I don't think it's something – I don't think – are you saying, like, you think it might be, like, a tactic that he's using or something? Because I just no, – Well, no. What I'm saying is this. I think that I think that our political climate and these elections have been changed forever. I think they're all going to be run like this from now on, that we're going to talk about less and less issues and we're going to talk about more things that are headlines for CNN right. and for Twitter. And we are going to be talking about issues from now on. I think this is um, like a a permanent yeah. change in our um, and, and how we cover elections. Yeah, and I think yeah. and I think that yeah, I think from now on it's going to be more about whose scandal is going on right now. And there's like uh, I see a lot of figures on um, on like uh, on Twitter or whatnot from Media Matters um, saying. Like, it just shows how much time is, like, devoted towards, uh, like, Hillary's email scandals and, like, whatever Trump has said mm-hmm. that week versus actual policy talk. And, like, the numbers are, like, staggeringly but look, bad. Like, but I think, I, I don't think know. That's I kind of see both I, ways because... I think that's also a, a product of people believing that, okay, we, we know that this... To a sense, I feel like Americans feel like, okay... When the scandals come out, we can at least believe that there's some truth to that because the other party is saying it and, you know, it can be corroborated. OK, we believe we believe that that's true. And I feel like in, a, in large part, when when politicians start talking actual policy and actual things that they're going to do, I think more and more people are beginning to see that type of stuff as. All right. That's what they're saying. But I mean, I'm not really going to take that to mean that much to me because they're going to say whatever I want to hear. So. I might as well focus more on the email scandal that I know has some truth to it. You know, I'm going to focus more on what Donald Trump said because I know that has some truth to it. I heard it with my own two ears. When they talking about policy, it's like, okay, they're just talking the way politicians do. And so I really feel like that whole built up of frustration, that built up of people all across America getting fed up with the system, I feel like that kind of feeds into this whole sensationalistic story telling that the news is doing because that's what people feel is real they don't feel like what you're talking about your programs they don't feel like that's real anymore they feel like you're just talking and so they don't care about it i think that's a i think i think i think that's like a different podcast we should do another day bro i have a great book that uh everybody should read it's called uh trust me i'm lying it's like trust me i'm lying and how they share everything trust me i'm lying it's a great book um Great, great, great book. It's about the media, but it's we're kind of like off subject. Oh, okay, okay, so. cool, cool. Yeah, another time. Yeah, next, no, time, next time. Fine. Um, 
I was gonna say something about Donald Trump, but I forgot what it was. Well, I was just gonna say that I think I think uh, last point we'll wrap it up. I think the reason why you know there's a lot of scandals is just because Trump is not bringing any policy to talk about to the conversation. If he had policy to come with, if he especially like the last election, everyone everyone wanted to hear what he was gonna say about ISIS. If you don't know what's going on with ISIS, this is a big moment in ISIS history. And Trump is, you know, working with the Russians and doing all these other things that could potentially hurt the United States in the future when it comes to terrorism. And so, you know, everyone is just waiting in that last debate for him to address the issue. And when he had the opportunity, he was just talking in circles. So I think if he would come to the conversation with actual policy, people would want to hear that. But because he's not bringing anything to the table, we're forced to listen to the scandal and but, forced to but be But who wants to hear that? that? Who wants to hear Donald Trump's policies? His base doesn't want to hear it. Even if you hear it, you ain't voting for him. So he's going to say whatever he got to say for the people that going to vote I, for no, him. No, I'm not going to vote uh, for him, but I want to hear All his base wants to hear is, I'm going to make right. it great. Exactly. It's going exactly. to be good. It's going to be fantastic. Trust me. It's going to be huge. That's all they want to hear. Because those are those are the words they understand. Well, the, the Republicans, the only thing that they had working for them in that last debate was what he was going to say about ISIS, and he blew it. So, you know, a lot of the more upstanding Republicans are trying to jump ship now before this thing fails. Mm -hmm. But that was kind of like that last opportunity. And so, you know, there were some people that were trying to listen to see what his policy was on ISIS, and he just killed it. So... Well, check this out. This is the last thing know. I'm going to say. This is the last thing I I'm going to say. Hold I on think, real quick. I think Donald Trump is a... Is a distraction sent by Sally May. Oh Lord! All right, look. This, this is the last thing. This is the last thing I'm saying. Say. I feel like I feel like. Hey, hey, look, man, you know this. You know this ain't talking about no student loans, bro. You know, <laughs> hey, bro. Sally May make a lot of money, man. Oh my they ain't god! Ain't talking about no student no, no, loans. There's a whole bunch of this, millennials in the workforce the, right this, now, oh, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah, the last yeah, thing. Yeah. This is the last thing I want to say. I feel like. Stay I feel woke, like, bro. Go ahead. I feel like the conservative. <laughs> I feel like the Republicans, the conservative party. They've kind of built this reputation on being, oh, you know, we're the we're the Christians. We we take the moral high road. You know, we're against abortion. You know, very conservative in the way we live and in the way we think. Um, but I think that this candidate in Donald Trump has really messed them up for years to come because when you start talking about, oh, the conservatives are the the moral high road. Oh, what about that candidate that was grabbing women by the pussy? You know, and I feel like they kind of messed themselves up for future elections to come because now they've really lost that, you know, superior, holier than thou type of stance that a lot of Republicans took before this election. So I think that's also another thing that's right, going to be interesting to see looking forward. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I think we should really watch for these results. I think if uh, if Trump gets beat in a landslide, um, I think the Republican Party will split. Into what? I think they'll split into two different parties. I mean, I, that's literally the only thing. That I mean, it's been coming for years. It's like really, this has been a thing that's been bubbling for years. Um, because there's conservatives and there's like this alt right, yeah, right shit that's going uh -huh. on right now. Like conservatives are like usually just you know they're 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 usually just moderate people. Right, right. You know, what I'm saying that lean a little yeah. bit right. Usually. You know, they're usually like, yeah, I mean, you know, gay people should be able to get married or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody should love each other. And and, and you know, there's different social issues they feel different ways about. But this alt-right group the is just insane. Like, they they are the Michelle Bachmans and Ann the, Coulter. Uh, the Glenn Becks of the world. Yeah, well. Kinda, kinda. Nah, Ann Coulter. Different, different types. Different, man. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got, yeah, yeah, we got, yeah, we got, yeah, we, we got we next episode, brother, next episode. 
All right, before we go, before we go, one thing. Uh, so y'all definitely, if you, when you all go out and vote, not if, definitely be on the lookout for voter suppression tactics. That's something that people are trying to do at the voting polls to keep people from going out and voting. So they're just trying to make it difficult for people of color um, or any type of minorities to vote. So if, if, if you um, are experiencing anything like that, definitely reach out to 1-866-R-VOTE. I think that's the number. Um, so you can report it. Also, bring various forms of identification. I know when I went to go vote, uh, I did early voting. One of my IDs, they were trying to say it wasn't work. So luckily, I had my military ID to back up so that I was able to vote. So definitely bring multiple forms of ID so you can have a backup. And then um, also, I don't know if a lot of people know, but you're allotted in some states, I think it's like a two-hour time slot where you're allowed to leave work early or come in later or whatever the case may be. But definitely check out with HR um, so that you can see like what if you have if you have time where you can go out and vote the day of. Um, there's a few other things that we can that you all should be on the lookout for, and we'll just post it on our social pages. So yeah, all definitely right. go vote. Vote, do it, do it. Trump that bitch. No, no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and also make sure that you um, also make sure that you look into the local candidates and that you are voting informed in that area as oh, yeah. well. Democratic, Democratic candidate. for um, North Carolina, Deborah Ross and Roy Cooper. Or you could, I mean, you could vote for Pat McCoy. <laughs> also, no, that's a really, that's a good point. Look into your local, like your, the people who are running locally, just because that has a huge influence on things. So don't overlook that. Yeah. Oh, and if you're living in, if you live in North Carolina, um, check out NC Voter Guide because that's the one for your more local elections. Yeah. And they'll tell you about the candidates. That's ncvoterguide.com. Also, be on the lookout for season two. Yeah, we coming back. All right, so thank you all for tuning in for Keys of Excellence. We truly appreciate it. Uh, Definitely be on the lookout for season two and go vote. Bye. See ya. Peace.